And hello again, everybody. It's James Reese, the Cerebral Fit Podcast, and here we go. Hope everyone's had a good week. Um, it's, uh, it's the day of this recording. It is Sunday, November the 11th. I had to check my phone for a bit. Sometimes I just lose track of the days and whatnot, but that's typical, right? So, wow. Another week in the books. Um, I'm kind of getting fond of doing this on Sundays. I've, I woke up this morning, you know, saw the sun peeking through my windows, through the curtains. You know, my two dogs were next to me. They were asleep as well, at least trying to be act asleep. And uh, man, it just felt good waking up. You know, I went to bed early last night. Um, it's UT weekend here in Lubbock, Texas, which comes every two years, and that's just a crazy weekend in general. And there was a small part of me that wanted to go out and partake in the festivities, if you will. Maybe hit, do some bar hopping. But I didn't. I just, you know, it was weird. It was just, I was comfortable just watching the game here, you know, at the house. And, of course, it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Nearly did. But, you know, nevertheless, um, you know, it was just nice actually staying in and watching it not have to worry about you know, this and that, dealing with unruly tech fans, unruly UT fans, and bar tabs and whatnot, and actually went to bed relatively early, read a book, you know, beforehand, and actually got a good amount, good night's sleep. It was nice, and uh, Sundays have not always been the days that I sleep in. You know, back when I was a TSA officer, that was, um, I worked a lot, I've worked every day as a TSA officer. And had every day off in terms of what, what I mean by that. Let me kind of correct that. But like, you know, um, I worked a lot of Sundays. So Sunday, Mondays, you know, I'd, I'd be at work. And uh, there was a time I did have Friday, Saturday off. I think that was actually when I was in Seattle. And that was nice too. Um, actually here in Lubbock, I think as well. But, um, you know, having Sundays off was... In TSA, you know, you'd make more money on Sundays because of differentials and stuff. But in this day and age in my new life if you will uh having sundays off is nice um i just like to relax and drink coffee i've actually regulated my coffee drinking to saturdays and sundays i used to partake in it a lot during the week but i've come to realize that i need to really crack down on the uh, caffeine intake especially with my pre-workout and all that i really don't need to be taking that much caffeine because that can just keep me up later and later and later and just uh, I've noticed that my anxiety, my stress, um, since I've reduced it, the caffeine intake from my coffee is, it, it's more, it's not as elevated, if you will. Not saying that stress and anxiety doesn't exist in my life, because it does. It exists in all of our lives. And, um, you know, just put, taking a, limiting it has been nice. So, drinking a cup of coffee right now, or one of the three or four that I've had, uh, probably going to make me some breakfast here in a little bit, maybe brunch, if you will, and just enjoy the Sunday. You know, I plan to relax, but also get some work done um, in terms of the podcast, uh, other things I got going on. So it was a, um, it was an interesting week for me. Um, I know that the podcast, it's focused on a lot. It's cerebral fit, so there's going to be a lot of fitness. Or, you know, it, it, I do talk about a lot of fitness stuff, but then when real life happens, if you will. You know, you got to talk about it. And I know this week, the uh, shooting over in California, 
that really bothered me. And uh, it's tough to get away from that type of stuff, you know, because with nine years of Homeland Security and just my education and prof other professional uh, parts of my life that I've, that I've done, it's not that you can't escape it. It's just that, that, that way of living, that way of looking at things, it never leaves you. And there's good and bad in that, mainly good. But the bad in that is that you feel helpless in, in wanting to help a lot of those folks or try to, you know, get to the problem. And uh, the day after all that happened, man, I just was, it really did bother me. And I was at the gym, um, you know, really working out. And it just, it pushed me harder. But at that same time, you're just, you're trying to not let it overwhelm you, that, that feeling of helplessness. And, you know, that was something that just... And I'm sure, you know, the way that it's going now, and I, I mean, we can put politics aside, we can put all this aside, but the fact of the matter is, is, this is a huge problem. It's always been a huge problem. And, you know, I grew up in the era of Columbine. I was in junior high when that happened. So when it started getting that type of attention and press and it just became somewhat of a the start of an epidemic, you grow up with that. And even though I have for the most part, grown up with it, it never, it still never fits right, sits well. And, you know, I'm just, I'm getting sick and tired of just having week after week after week after week after week hearing about this or reading about this and just, that's what bothered me the most is it's just seemingly that it really got me on the thought of like our responses as, as people, you know, the thoughts and prayers aspect, which that's fine. I mean, well, yes and no, it's fine. How far can that go? You know? And I think we're beyond the point of like, okay, obviously these thoughts and prayers have not done anything. Um, have not done anything. There's still going to be more shootings. There's still going to be more just uh, senseless killings. But we're still some way believing that our thoughts and prayers are going to stop this and you know as a logical human being at least the way i think i am you know actions trump thoughts and prayers and going back to my tsa years you know and i've t and i've told various people this and i'm about to tell y'all but i always felt that tsa was was way doesn't get enough credit for what it you know for it that it deserves, but specifically, I think that as an organization as a whole, I think we've probably, I say probably, let me rephrase that, we have, per, per, uh, as an organization, as a, as a group, when I worked in Lubbock and I worked in Seattle, we probably prevented more mass shootings and more mass killings than we we're given credit for, in the, you know, and because crazy people fly too, everybody, they fly too, <laughs> believe me, nine years and change, you see it. And, of course, that doesn't get put on the news, but more so, oh, TSA, they, they failed an inspection from these government officials. It's like, okay, so you're going to place that shit, but you're not going to put the fact that, you know, we catch, that we, caught, we catch this and we catch that. And I still, you know, I'm, I'm, using, I'm using the word we. I still am very much will always be a part of that organization to a degree, despite the fact that I'm no longer working for them. Um, it's still part of a big part of my professional, you know, uh, being and how I think.
I did learn a lot there. And while the organization is far from perfect, while the management is far from perfect, I mean, you really, <laughs> you know, if you really boil it down, I mean, yeah, it's just like every other company pretty much in the world for the most part. But, you know, that's where I feel that when it comes to looking at results and looking at the bigger picture that you have to see the actions that we've done and prevented and that it, we didn't sit there and hope and tell these people we pray that you don't do this we pray that you don't blow up this plane we pray that you don't do that you know we didn't do that we actually did stuff and uh you know this country is well long overdue in general for being taken to task for like okay you know when are you gonna when are y'all gonna kind of get your head out of your asses and figure this stuff out it's possible folks there are answers out there there's no easy answers but there are answers out there to curbing this you can't stop it you can't and that's you know that's some educational and just professional experience just being combined and like you can't stop it that's like essentially stopping evil you can't stop it as a whole. Now, in pieces, in instances, yes, you can. But you cannot overwhelmingly stop the entire thing. There, the people will find a way. Which, of course, well, James, how could you say that? You know, that sounds like well, most pro guns. I'm a, I, and for the record, I do own a. I, I, well, I think the stupidest thing that people do on social media is go off and show off all their guns. It's like, come on now. Um, you know. If you know me, you know what it, how I feel about firearms, you know, whatnot. You know, uh, I really don't want to say if I, you know, I guess uh, I will neither confirm nor deny if I own one, but uh, I certainly know how to use one. But at that same time, I don't go around being braggadocious about it and kind of, you know, displaying a fetish for it, which... <laughs> Here's where the psychology in me comes out. Like, it's it's a tool for me, and I'll use it when I have to. Plain and simple. Um, but the overall feeling, kind of just how this is all tied together, is that when you know that aspect of my life, from what I did for nine years, will never leave me, and it kind of correlates now to what I do now. In that, and I told someone this, a client, the other day. It's like, listen. I said, this world that we're living in is nuts. It's completely nuts. It's always been nuts. But now it's like, what I do for myself, what I train, is I train to, like, I'm going to get that phone call. That I'm going to get that phone call that says, James Reese, we'd still like you to apply for such and such or come try out, whatever. I still train for that because that mindset is never going to leave me. I won't allow it to leave me. But at that same time, I'm still training myself in the gym to be ready for the unknown. And that unknown, that's a big word right there. Because a lot of things and instances can, can just make up that word. They, you know. And, you know, like yourself, like others, you know, we've had some interesting lives. I've had a lot of things happen to me that um, I don't talk about a lot. Especially, you know, just for the sake of... I just don't like talking about them. And then there's a lot, and the, but there is a handful of you out there, a small handful of you that I have talked to about these things, about the things that, you know, I've seen. And, you know, it's not, 
you know, once you just, you kind of get used to it. Those things never really leave you. And, you know, we all got them. We all remember them. But the best, you know, the best thing that I've, I've tried to not do is let it over, overpower me, let it define me, let it dictate how I live my life. And, you know, when these shootings happen, especially like the one in Thousand Oaks, you know, they're at a bar, they're just chilling out. And, you know, this, this sick individual shows up and did what he did. It makes you not want to go out anymore. It makes you just want to stay home just and all that. But the fact of the matter is I'm not going to let like I shouldn't let fear dictate my life. Apologies for that. Uh, it shouldn't. None of us should. You know, I'm not the most. I, I don't have my house barricaded up with this and that. You know, all these locks. Um, fear is not going to overtake me. Fear is not going to overtake my sense of being. Uh, of anything, I can channel it. I can hone it and use it for 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 me use it to do better, you know, and to be aware, to keep my head on a swivel. And that's just something, you know, that I wanted to express to all of you that are listening and overall in general is that this is a crazy world we are living in. It's always been crazy. It's a mad world. And we're seeing it essentially unfold even more so than ever in front of our eyes due to technology, good and bad. But the fact is, is that my... My message for myself and others is just be ready. Still live your life. Still go out, have fun, live your life, but be ready. And when that's a loaded message right there, because a lot of us will be ready in our own ways. Um, you know, I know I certainly am. But uh, that's more of the, I guess, uh, serious aspect of this episode. Um, when it comes to the, the fitness side of things, and forgive me if I'm yelling, because I want to focus on the fitness aspect of things. I've actually got a friend of mine by the name of Nish, Nish or Nishan. He, we, uh, he lives over in India. We actually met here at Tech. Uh, same apartment complex. He became really good friends with me and a few other friends of mine. He's from India. And he, we like to, we continue a dialogue over Facebook about, you know, bodybuilding and whatnot because he's lost a lot of weight himself and really uh, getting in hella good shape. And he turned me on to this new, uh, he told me that over there in India that there are a lot of the athletes and whatnot, they've been using a new little, I guess, uh, I guess a vegetarian vegan, vegan supplement called ashwagandha. I'm not too even sure if I'm saying that. So he told me about it, and I looked it up. And, of course, I go to the local drug emporium here, great store. And it's uh, pretty, you know, the herb, if you will. And I've also been, you know, got, uh, made me aware of more of milk thistle and just the support of it for the digestive enzymes and liver health and whatnot. But um, why am I mentioning these? Well, I kind of want to talk about supplements for a little bit, just briefly. Uh, supplements, you know, when it comes to, I really, it accelerates the process, folks. It's, that's just as plain and simple as that, you know, it does. And ashwagandha and milk thistle I use to essentially just keep me going. Uh, going back to what Nish told me, he recommended me to start using this because, and just see what I thought. And 
I started using this uh, about three weeks ago and I've noticed a, a significant change in just my energy levels, but also just my stress levels. Um, now, with that being said, am I saying that it's completely eliminated my stress? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. It's the holidays. Shoot, I'm stressing about how many Christmas presents I got to get and yada, yada, yada. But um, I have, it, it's, um, I did my research on it online and I strongly suggest you do the same before you, if you know, you're looking into it yourself, but it seemed to have a lot of positive uh, effects on a lot of the people that use them. It's a, it's a, I thought it was just something that's been brand new or something, but actually this has been around for a long, long time. And so, and I'm not really one for, you know, I like a lot of natural stuff <laughs> for pain meds and stuff. Like I had a headache yesterday that lasted me for nine, ten hours, and man, I didn't, I didn't take it up to Tylenol or an ibuprofen. I hate taking pills like that. Just dealt with it. Um, you know, eventually later on in the evening, I, I had some food and some water and just kind of chilled out, and then it went away. But uh, supplements are, are not a bad thing. I strongly suggest that any program you're doing, that the use of supplements is what it will aid you in your recovery, your energy, and whatnot. Uh, fish oil is a real popular one with your joints. One of my clients, he's been taking it, and it's been helping out him out with his arthritis. Uh, my father has been a long proponent of fish oil. Um, I've used it. It's helped me out with my joints and my recovery and the inflammation and whatnot. Um, the milk thistle that I've been taking, I've noticed has helped me a bit more with my caffeine in terms of just the after effect, like that crash. It's gone away. Um, digestive, when you eat a lot of protein like I have, you need to kind of keep those, those digestive, the digest, the digestive process going. So you really want to look into something like that that can just keep that going and, you know, keep it going, but where it's effective, where your, your body's absorbing all the nutrients from the food you're intaking. But the ashwagandha, um, once again, has really, uh, you know, the free, it says right here, I'm looking at it right now, it's a free radical scavenger. Free radicals are really, uh, <laughs> they fuck, they mess with you. Ooh, sorry. Almost let the F-bomb slip with it. They mess with you. And they're really, they correlate directly with oxidative stress, which essentially oxidative stress just causes everything. Sickness, mental sickness, physical sickness, whatever. And it just wreaks havoc on your body. And so... I, you know, I first learned about this back, of course, going back to, you know, my undergrad years and whatnot, but like, essentially it's an uncharged molecule and it just goes around and wreaks havoc on your body, uh, causes, you know, damages your cells, causes illness and just advances aging. So, you know, I've done a lot of, when I, when I really started looking into it this week, you know, you sat down and started doing the research on it. You know, I really looked back. I reflected back at my life and what how I used a lot of these different supplements and other things that I did to kind of prevent the free radicals from overtaking me that exist in all of us. But and you know I've I've there's a lot of stuff that I did by accident that I didn't know I was doing that really kind of kept my aging down to a bit because I, and not to be a bit braggadocious here, but you know I'm 34 years old, but I don't look like I'm 34 years old. But once again, going back to uh, think of some. Uh, past episode, you know, I don't know what a 34 year old is supposed to look like, much less feel like. Um, a lot of people are surprised when I tell them that I'm 34 years old. They think I'm 25, 26, which, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, you know, thank you. But, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a compliment, if you will. 
And, you know, the stuff that I do now, you know, I, I really still maintain to try and do a lot of things the most natural way possible. Uh, I'm not saying I'm completely, everything I do is completely natural, far from it. You know, I don't think there'll ever be a time where everything I do is natural. You know, I still eat junk, you know, I'll still have pizza that's, you know, from Pizza Hut, Domino's, whatever. That's not all natural ingredients. I don't want to put myself in that, you know, that uh, spot there. But with the, um, you know, supplements, I, I strongly suggest that you use them to help kind of just uh, certain things at bay. Your stress levels at bay, keep your recovery going, you know, your sleep, you know, there's there's just a lot of things that can help and aid. Now, I'm not saying go out and take HGH, you know, testosterone therapy, you know, or even worse, steroids. Steroids are the absolute worst thing you can do. And, you know, at one time in society, steroids were legal. They were, you know, it was a part of the culture, especially in bodybuilding, powerlifting, uh, entertainment. You know, let's, let's not, let's not, you know, beat around the bush. It was. But like anything else in life, as science advances, so does the research. And the research said, oh, this is kind of bad for you. Stop taking it. So there you go. Um, but once again, as, as the years have gone by, other techniques and ways have gone to, to increase your muscle mass and whatnot. But, um, you know, I don't, I've never, <laughs> what's crazy is I have been accused of doing steroids, which is insane to be even, <laughs> I was like, what, what do you see that I don't, you know, but, um, you know, I do for the supplements that I use right now, um, milk thistle, ashwagandha, I use my pre-workout, of course, with a little bit of creatine, creatine does get a bad rap, by the way, do your research. Um, there's this other little lean stack that I take to kind of help accelerate a bit more of my recovery. Because, I mean, I am 34 years old and, you know, my recovery time, my window, it is kind of, it's, it's slowly going down. Uh, I know for some others it, it's way worse. You know, my roommate, my buddy, you know, he's a little older than me, eh, about like a few months or something like that. But um, he's actually about to turn 35, I think. And he, we were building a doghouse yesterday and, you know, he was feeling it, you know, man, my back is killing me and whatnot. And I was doing okay. You know, it was cold and whatnot, but, you know, his recovery differs from mine because it's just, you know, I took care, better care of myself and whatnot, but, um, he's actually on the path to hopefully, you know, cleaning up his diet and just taking better care of himself. So, uh, I feel once he introduces these new, new, new variables in his life, maybe some, you know, more vitamins and whatnot, supplements, I think that he'll be better off. I say think, I believe he will be better off. So. But, uh, yeah, that just kind of was one of the things that just got put to my attention this week was the supplements. And I know that I'm really giving a real beating around the bush type of thing about it. I'm not going to sit down here and just bring you articles and articles and try and be professionals. All this. I'm trying to be real about it. Um, anything for anybody out there, if you're going to start doing a new regimen here coming up, I mean, it is November, December's next month, obviously, and then you got new year, new me, January. So, you know, I strongly advise to look into supplements to kind of help, cur you know, that would help curb your appetites, help you get better sleep, your recovery, your joint problems. I mean, they're out there. Science is helping us. Science, technology. We're living in a very wonderful time right now. And there's a lot of information out there and a lot of resources that can help us, you know, lead us to, to accelerating our, our, our health in a better direction. So, and, you know, that's just, uh, that's just the way it is. 
you know, got a master's in science, so I'd like to think of myself as a little bit of a scientist, <laughs> you know, so, but nevertheless, I think this would be a good uh, way to, good short little episode here, it is Sunday morning, I am getting a little hungry, I'm watching, I got Daredevil paused on my TV right now, the newest season, um, I'm a big comic book guy, obviously, so, I think this is honestly one of the better things that Marvel has done. I enjoy this show. I'm loving this current, this season three. Um, it's definitely, I felt the writing's a bit better. Um, the story's real good. It's It's got me hooked. And so um, I may finish it today. I may not. Um, I know that I got, I'm a big fantasy football player, so I got some games to watch here in a little while. I got some stuff that I'm working on for the podcast and just my own personal training stuff. Um, there's a lot of different opportunities that are popping up right now. And so, and potential new clients across the board. So it's really just, um, it's, it's, it's really exciting. Um, you know, on social media this week, I've been real, a bit more active than I typically am. Uh, I mean, with the exception of kind of having that funky day a few days ago with just, outside world effect events affecting me like they did that's just the way i'm built folks um you know i remember as a child even when i got the news about oklahoma city and just that how that really upset me that stuff that just that you know it just does it's it's upsets me you feel helpless and helplessness is just it's one of the worst feelings in the world and we've all felt it and so you know i know i possess a lot of skills and knowledge and gifts that that would really help out in that air, arena um I tried doing it in terms of going the next level from my TSA work, but you know, that just, it, it didn't work. It didn't happen. It didn't work out, um, by hook or crook or whatever. I'm not going to say that it was God's plan or it was the way of the universe. It just didn't happen. You know, they, they call them chance. They call them statistics. It's called timing. So, you know, take that for what you will. Uh, but the way that I look at it now, you know, and I guess we'll just use this in closing, but the call to service, call of service, whatever one you want to use. I think that we all have that call to service. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that we go out and be first responders or put on a uniform or badge or whatnot. We all possess that call to service. It could be whether we're out in public and then we see something go terribly wrong and we help out. Or, you know, you are, you, you do become a first responder or you become a doctor, you become a teacher, and, you know, a nurse practitioner a firefighter i mean much i mean the guys right now that are fighting those massive fires over in california you know my absolute 100 percent respect to those individuals doing that um i got a lot of friends over there right now and they're telling me about it and it's it's some scary stuff folks it's not i know that we're kind of watching it from the outside and we're just poor you know poor them but you know people this is a this is not good not good and I absolutely hope that they're able to get it control under control, which they will, which they will. They've done it before and they'll do it again. So, but, you know, that's their call to service. And just as a means of kind of a challenge, if you will, but ask yourself, what's your call to service? What is your call to service? And really think about that. Think about that. So I think that will be it, folks. I'm going to go ahead and start getting my food ready. Looks like I'm going to have just have some basic eggs, maybe some pancakes too. Why not? But have a good solid meal to start off my morning and then go from there. So like a uh, shout out to my family and friends across the world. Thanks for listening. Uh, people out there that are listening to this podcast and I don't know you. Hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate that. Please subscribe on iTunes and any of the other uh, anchor 
any of the, all the other platforms I'm on. I'm like nine, I'm on nine or ten of them, maybe eight, one of those numbers. But subscribing is the easiest thing to do. I know that I'm subscribed to like ten different podcasts, and so like every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's just getting these updates. Such and such episode is now available. I even get mine. I subscribe to my own podcast on iTunes, just so I can keep up with it. Um, yeah, folks, it's just easy to do. I would really appreciate that. Go on there. Um, what's the word? <laughs> Forget forgetting. Uh, just you know, rate me. I would appreciate that. Um, ratings also really help us out. You know, here there's a lot of uh, cool things that are coming up that I'm gonna try and do with this podcast. I know with the holidays coming up, I'm gonna be able to spend some time with my family. I'd like to get one or two of them on here just to to kind of give you a bit of a behind the curtain look at where I've come from, where I'll go, and who's always been there supporting me. So, nonetheless, uh, got some good friends over at Sneaky Ben's podcast. They had a new step, new episode this week. Really, really good stuff, um, especially about relationships. And they had their first, um, I believe it was their first guest on there, first female guest on there. Really good stuff, really good stuff, especially just when it comes to dating and whatnot, which is a big part of well, all of our lives, or has been. So, uh, hey, I'm single, so I still date from time to time, so... I really enjoyed that episode, but give them a shout out. They're also powered by Anchor. I need to find out if they're on iTunes or wherever else at, because you know not everyone's got the Anchor app. But oh man, oh church is getting out. They're all parking in front of my house. I live down the street from a huge church here in Lubbock, and man, for like an hour, it's just line of traffic. So I just kind of like to open the door and just watch them and wave occasionally. And, Wink of the soccer moms. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. Or am I? <laughs> but anyways, folks, I hope uh, everyone's had a good week. Um, I'll probably be back next week for another episode. Maybe I'll do two, two, two or three. This is my podcast. I rec- I'm trying to get a nice little structure down, but kind of flying, you know, winging it. Sort of my thing. Y'all have a great week. Reese out.